When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The Score North Winter Online Auction. It's your chance to save up to 70% off on items. Like a gas furnace or water heater from Air Mechanical. Stealth trailer from Pleasureland RV. A five-night all-inclusive golf vacation to the Dominican Republic from Escape With Us Vacations. Or an ultimate yard maintenance package from Tri-State Bobcat. Bidding begins December 9th through the 15th. Go to scorenorth.com keyword auction to bid, win, and save. That's scorenorth.com keyword auction. Minnesota sports fans, we know all too well how it feels to sign up for a lifetime of purple pain. Welcome to Before We Die with Jesse and Thor on Purple Daily and Score North. What's going on, everybody? This is Purple Daily's Before We Die on Score North Thursday edition. I'm Jesse Pierce, watching the Minnesota Wilds crush my dreams, my hopes, everything daily uh, as a writer for NHL.com. That's okay. We are on board with your 10 and 2 Minnesota Vikings. He's Thor Nystrom. He's the one that's constantly feeding me the Kool Aid, selling me the Kool Aid, even when it seems absurd, even when it seems poisonous. Here we are, Thor, our positive person of the show. And we've got Ross Brendel over here. Uh, Ross is constantly has felt the pain, but this year, no more pain, Ross. No more pain. Let's certainly hope that this no more pain train continues. <laughs> I like that. You know, I'm a big fan of rhyming. That was good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Let's dive in, you guys. Your Minnesota Vikings against the Detroit Lions this coming Sunday. Second time they are meeting this season. Uh, Obviously, Minnesota wanted Detroit to win, it seems, that last time that they met. But they pulled out the victory, so they got it. Uh, Minnesota winners nine of their past ten. The Lions a grim five and seven. However, winners of four of their past five. Uh, Jamison Williams, you guys, I want to start talking there for the Lions. It sounds like he's going to have an increased role this week. Obviously, we already know what they bring with Amon Ra, but how do you think Jamison Williams is going to play into factoring for the Lions this week, Thor? He's got to knock off some rust, right? I mean, he's been medically cleared and everything like that, but he hadn't played football since last December, January, or whatever, when when he when he hurt his knee or whatever. Um, you, you would imagine that he's going to have some rust. He's going to be acclimating into the NFL game or whatever. But, I mean, his game is he is so sudden and so explosive. That stuff you would think would be there, you know, unless there's any lingering effects of this injury. But, again, he's been medically cleared. He's a guy that that we need to keep our eye on. And, and we'll talk about the, the illness going through the Vikings locker room soon. They cannot be compromised in, in the secondary because that's a guy that can run by people. 
I was going to say, let's go right there because illness, the sick bug rolling around that locker room, Daniil Hunter, Patrick Peterson, Harrison Smith, CJ Ham, all missing practice on Wednesday because of an illness. Uh, Darisaw limited still in that concussion protocol. Uh, Bradbury limited as well with a back. It does sound like Cam Dantzler should return from that ankle injury that kept him sidelined for four games, but you already alluded to it, Thor pretty detrimental key pieces on the defense if this illness uh is more serious and keeps these any of these guys out on sunday a thousand percent yeah we can't be compromised in in the secondary obviously you know amonra we talked about going into their last game against the lions but he's more of the efficiency guy the move the chain guy it's it's the shorter stuff and whatever and he's very reliable with that um, Jamison Williams gives them that downfield threat whenever he's at hundred percent. I'm like, I'm not a doctor. I didn't say at a holiday and express last night. So I can't say if he is hundred percent healthy right now, or if he's 95 or, or whatever, but yeah, the, the thing you're scared about again, it's that acceleration when he hits the gas pedal, because our cornerbacks our outside cornerbacks in particular, they don't have that, that juice or whatever. That's just not their, their games, at least right now with, with Peterson, where he is in, in, in the progression of his career. So hopefully the secondary is, Close, our secondary is close to 100%. Like whether it's it's Dancer coming back, hopefully Peterson could kick this illness bug late in the week and, and we can have a full compliment back for the first time in games and games. The Jamison Williams thing will be interesting going forward for many years. This is the first of many subplots. He's always going to be tied to the Minnesota Vikings and that draft day trade. They'll think about that trade. Everybody will think about that trade not only when the Vikings play the Lions, but just whenever Jamison Williams has a great game and maybe it helps the Lions within the division. So this is just the first of many subplots that I'm looking forward to. Again, I don't think we know how healthy he is, how comfortable he is within the playbook and game day. I would assume he's comfortable with the playbook, but just because you know it doesn't mean it translates to on-field success. So I'm actually really looking forward to that. The, the part about the Vikings defense being as close to 100%, I don't want to say it's laughable, but you you do kind of giggle at it. Even if they are at 100%, are they really all that good? Does it make that much of a difference wow, in the secondary? there it is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know I'll catch negative comments in the, in the comments section for those watching on YouTube, but I'm mainly just excited for the first time we get to see this Jim, this Williams subplot play out. You know, but you're right. I, I just called him have... James. I think I meant to just give him, give him a new nickname. You called me Jesse Peterson earlier, and I won't forget that ever. No respect at all. I'm so just sorry. Here, just host of the show for the couple past couple months, but <laughs> I'm so it's sorry. fine. It's fine. Merry Christmas, Ross. And you don't uh, have grudges at all, do you? <laughs> Thor, Thor's just thrilled it's not me ripping on him. It's on someone else. Yeah, so far yeah. Today, just keep it so up. Keep it on. Right. You know <laughs> what? It's my job. Keep bringing Keeping it. Keeping you yeah. honest. Don't uh, just no, bring but... it, Jesse Pierce. No, don't just sing it. Bring it. (laughs) I did want to touch on the Vikings defense. We've been very critical of them all season long for the most part. And Detroit can throw the ball. They have 6.8 net yards per attempt. Vikings defense ranking 22nd with 23.3 points allowed per game. Uh, Third in yards allowed 4,784. And the Vikings have allowed more than 400 yards total offense in each of the past four games and more than 450 in three of four so yeah ah what do we do about that again i mean detroit is coming in hot they are coming i mean they're out of the playoff picture most likely but minnesota's feeling a little overly confident about that it's been called a t-shirt and hat game alluding to the nfc north championship (laughs) and our boy 
Jalen Ragor guaranteed a victory, uh, but it's not going to be that easy, especially with this Vikings defense and uh, the Vikings proficiency for dramatics and close games. I love that. I, and and I, uh, two days ago, I was doing Rieger meager, Rieger meager, Rieger meager <laughs> for, for the folks out there. So I, I, I got my mnemonic device now. I'm going to switch off the pronunciation. Um, I love that he had one reception in the last game, and now he's become Joe Namath with the proclamations. It's absolutely fabulous. But I'm happy that someone came out and said it. And hopefully he knows that his teammates that are ill right now are going to be He's also this guy. Because Mark Messier, shout out. I have to hang this. I've been meaning to hang it for months. I've had it for, like, years. Are you going to tell the audience that I knew how to pronounce his name before the show? Thor did know how. He he knew how to pronounce this. This is a legendary New York Ranger who guaranteed a victory in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Or maybe 6 to force Game 7. Mr. Hockey. Thor Nystrom, ladies and gentlemen. Guaranteed it. Yes, I'm proud of you, Thor. Sorry to interrupt, but had to had I got the prop out. It was ready, so I needed to use it. No, a thousand percent. Yeah. I think, you know, a key for the Vikings in this, you know, outside for the defense, outside of just being healthy, right? Like, because we don't know with some of these guys being sick and and that might be playing into the wonky Vegas line that that we can talk about in a little bit. But the the key for the Vikings, I think, on, on defense on this game, in this game, is getting heat on Jared Goff. Right. I mean, like their receiving core, it's still not above average for the NFL, even like, you know, with Williams coming back in his first game. It, it's not a strength of theirs. The Vikings have to get pressure on Jared Goff. They, they can't just allow him back in the pocket, picking them apart like that, especially if the secondary is compromised. So I think that's the big key here. You know, I don't think we've talked about him nearly enough. And I've noticed some of our viewers in the comments have brought him up. Duke Shelley. How do mm-hmm. you think um, his performance has been? How do you think if he does need to step up, obviously, with these illnesses, how do you think that's going to fare? And, uh, you know, is Jared Goff going to take advantage of of that? Maybe, but Duke has been solid. Like, I'm, I've been happy. I mean, you have to be thrilled with what he's given you because you got him for free off another team's practice <laughs> squad, and then you, you elevate him up. He had that, that enormous pass breakup at the end of, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on which game that was, but when he had the, was it the Bills game? I, I forget. When he had the enormous uh, pass breakup in, in the, I think it was against Austin Knox yeah. in, in, in the end zone at the end of that game or whatever. Um, he's played really solid for what he is, you know, a, a, a guy that had to work his way up. And again, that was just a practice squad guy who has only been elevated up to this position because of the circumstances around him. Duke Shelley for sure has outplayed Andrew Booth if nothing else, as a, as a cornerback, just on the field this year. Of mm-hmm. course, he doesn't have the ceiling. Um, and then him and Evans are, have probably been reasonably close if you just look at a, a per-play efficiency standpoint or whatever. So I, I, I'm less concerned about Duke Shelley being on the field than, for instance, I would be if Andrew Booth was because Andrew and, Booth just ain't ready yet. And this is actually the type of game where for as much uh, discredit as we want to give Ed Onatel because there's no <laughs> D in Donatel, or we can just call him E on it, tell whatever you prefer. Never this old. is the type of game where his defense can help a little bit because those safeties are going to play so far back to help keep everybody in front of them. And it may come down to, okay, the lions did score 24 points, but 18 or 15 of them were on field goals or however that math works up. And if the Vikings can get to 24 points or North, then maybe they can feel comfortable that they will win this game. But this is actually a game where if the Vikings are truly as sick as we think they are, and they'll be without some players, and we certainly know they're injured in the secondary, this is actually the type of game where I think you're okay with giving up a lot of yards if you can truly hold teams to field goals, 
and maybe force a turnover here and there. If you go back to midseason last year and then through this year, Jared Goff is playing really good football, maybe even the best of his career, which is saying a lot because he did in part help lead a team to a Super Bowl. But Jared Goff should not be discredited in how well he is playing. And I certainly know the Vikings are taking that seriously. So I'm really looking forward to the game on Sunday. I think this game can go a multitude of different ways. I don't really have any idea what to expect from it, other than I certainly hope the Vikings get out of Detroit with a division championship. I mean, Vegas certainly thinks they know what to expect of it. 2.5 favorites. Uh, last time that a team was favored over the Vikings that we disagreed with was Dallas. They were 1.5 favorites. <laughs> Thor, what is, what's going on with your Vegas people? Vegas was right know? about the Dallas game, Vegas by the way. Vegas was right Let's, about the Dallas right. game. I don't want to say, you know, it's. <laughs> Didn't, didn't go our way. Uh, do they know something? I mean, was it the illnesses? What do you think is factoring into your Vegas friends uh, putting Detroit uh, as the favorite? It, it's got to be the combination of the first game being super duper close when that was in Minnesota, the illnesses and and um, just the way that the Lions have been playing, the momentum, and then probably a little bit of the perception that the Vikings have you know, the, the thing that annoys us all with the media says that the Vikings have been like lucky or fortunate or whatever. I, I think it's a, a confluence of those, but I, I think the illnesses, it's playing an enormous role. Like that was sort of, the, you know, earlier in the week when we were talking about this, when, when the line dropped, it was like, that's, that's kind of weird. I, I don't know if those guys were ill then, but like you said, like Vegas always knows. So like, you know, if, if all those guys can't play that right now have the flu, the, the Vikings are in a bit of trouble here. Cause you can't lose your, your two best guys in the secondary. You can't lose Daniel Hunter, you know, and, 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 and the list goes on and on there um, and, and be viable in this game against a team that's playing so well. But assuming that the Vikings are even close to full strength, I think this line is off. The, the Vikings should be favored, but I, I just don't know if, if those guys will be healthy on Sunday. Thor, we've talked about this before, but break down I, for myself, I have a pretty good understanding of it, but I think a lot of people who are listening and watching don't really have an accurate idea of how Vegas or people such as yourself come to a consensus or set lines. So if it's possible, can you, can you dummy it down or put it in layman's terms for just exactly how, how a sports book, how Vegas or how somebody like yourself formulates what a line for a game is. Yeah. Put it in Jesse terms that I can. <laughs> well, it, like, so for instance, in college football, I make a, a power rate rating for every team where I stack them one to 131. Cause I, I do the FBS teams, uh, just a qualitative measure. Right. And then with the, with the power rating, you're just deducting the, 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 you know, the, the team that's lower from the team that's higher to get a, a discrepancy of the spread. And then you add in the home field advantage. Vegas is doing something very similar to that when they drop the opening lines and then baking in, uh, you know, some of the context of what they know about the injuries and how they're expecting the market to react to it. After that, it's basically the market's game. Um, you know, only on the opener are you sort of betting against the book. After that, the market is informing what the line is. And so in some ways, you're, you're just betting against people that disagree with you, you know, if, if the line gets pushed this way. And, and this appears to be, the you know, from where it was in the open to, to getting pushed to two and a half. It appears, that, you know, the market's behind that or whatever. So that's why you're seeing this line movement is if people are betting on the Lions. Uh, send me a private text uh, what your line and thoughts are on the pinstripe bowl on December 29th between <laughs> Minnesota and Syracuse for those who may want to put a few uh, shackles on the game. But By I'll the end of the in. show, I'll, I'll get my line for that game. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I'm, I'm more interested. What's the line on Ross passing you in this week's Thor's Hammers? And is that oh. line also on 
me staying atop of of Thor's hammer as we man. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Cl- I'm gonna get clowned on both sides. Is it time for Thor's hammer? Should we I get will. there? Yeah. Let's roll. As long as you don't put up the standings. Do the standings. Well, actually, last week or earlier this week, we had our first negative person attacking the Sounders, in which I, I actually I don't think I responded to him. But for that person, here's your open. Thor's hammers. Loves the Thor. I suppose. I suppose we have to show this too, don't we? Woo, woo. Well, now Ross, you're excited because because you're you caught me last week. Yeah, good week. I might more. I'm coming for you, Pierce. The yeah. I, I'm yeah. curious to see if Ross goes with his Costanza strategy again because yeah. last week it it was it worked like bonanza. So I mean, like, oh, it, I'm not backing off. There may be oh. a deviation like there was last week, but I'm not backing off. Okay. Well, we begin injury. We begin where we always do the Kirk Cousins passing yards. This time it, it's higher, which in some ways makes sense because both these defenses give up just a metric ton of yards. Kirk Cousins' passing yards has been set at 275 and a half. Jesse, as always, we begin with you. Under. Dang and- it. <laughs> I wanted to say under, but I'm going to go over. Uh- I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to and fade Pierce. Um, our next one, our next one is the Delvin Cook rushing prop, which is set a little bit higher than it was last week. Still under 80 though, 75 and a half. Jesse over or under. He was under last week, right? I think he was over last week. Did I pick whatever I picked, it was not that. Yeah. Um, you said what was it? 75? 75 and a half. I mean, if I'm I'm gonna go over. Okay. Last week I felt good about doing the opposite from you. So far, Jesse, these first two. I get I better each week, baby. I put more thought into it. Try to figure. Like, obviously, I have to pick the over if I think the throwing yards is going to be less. I think this one's tough. Tough, no matter what. Delvin is always, even in his advanced age, is always uh, liable to break a big run and take it all the way to the house. But. uh I'll go under, and part of the reason actually for going under, even though I don't really believe in it, is still the uh, share that he has with Madison. So I, I guess I'll take the under, even though I don't fully believe in it. I, I apologize. I made a big error in Monday's episode. I did not give a shout out to Madison for his touchdown celebration. I've seen that celebration before. It's a whole TikTok where he grabs the leg, pretends he's injured, right, and then busts out into the twerk, and it's uh, it's a good one. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over on on Delvin too. The... <laughs> Thor and I are the prudes of the group. I did yeah. not I did not I did. I don't not, understand uh, the TikTok in general. I did not I did not love the the thrusting in the end zone. <laughs> well, that I was okay with. Was good for him. Trust. Yeah, good for him. Uh, I'm gonna go over. Delvin ran really good against uh, Lions last time. He had 17 carries for 96 yards, and his long carry was only 13 yards. He still averaged 5.6. So was gashing him a little bit without the long one. I'm I'm gonna go over on that one. Uh, last indiv- individual, <laughs> are you good? <laughs> just no mention, just straight back into the show. Or, I, I didn't have anything to add to the TikTok. I don't, I don't know. I, I'll say this world. in the clean it's like with hockey. In the cleanest way possible. Yeah. Zero, you know what's given by four on that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh the the overs of, of Thor not giving a got got there on that one. Um the Justin Jefferson receiving prop 93 and a half. Jesse over or under. 
over. Over, okay. Under. Ross, yeah, okay. Under. You're, you're going under? I should have picked under, but. You, would you like to switch it? Nope, I committed. Okay. I'm going to go over as well. I expect this game to be an offensive bonanza. I'm going to give a spoiler alert on my on my total pick here. Um, now to the, the line, which was at two and a half. What I'm seeing now is two, at least on the sports book I was looking at. So we're going we're gonna to use the two line. Jesse, Vikings plus two at the Lions. What's your pick on that one? I'm going Lions. They're, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Packer fan. Uh, um, <laughs> I was actually going to take the Lions because logically, again, I, I maybe it's because I'm still a doubter. I don't see the Vikings going 15 and two, and I think they'll fare pretty well at home the rest of the year. But um, I can also still buy how the Vikings win this game. I don't think it's a huge ask. I do think it can be a difficult game, but I don't think it's a huge ask and it's not certainly in a super difficult environment to play so i'll take the vikings this is a weird one right and and you guys mentioned the last super weird line like you know when the vikings were at home and they were underdogs to the cowboys and obviously the uh vegas was right on that one the market was was right on that one uh before the show i i texted a buddy who's the managing editor of lions wire my buddy jeff risden and asked him what his opinion of of the line was like if he agreed with it or or not, uh, he said the odds make zero sense to me. I could see even maybe. Um, and this was despite him knowing the the run that the Lions have been on. And despite saying the Lions defense has has improved since since the first time around. I'm going to I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. The, the only way that I think that this one goes south is if you have numerous inactives because of illness. If, if I knew that that was going to be the case, then I would take I would lay the points, the short amount of points with the Lions in this one. But um, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to assume that, that those guys will be back and on the field. So I'm going to take the Vikes. Last one, the point total of this game, a bit higher than some of the ones that we've seen recently, because those ones have mostly been in the 40s. We got a point total in this game of 52 points. Jesse, over or under? Mm, I'm trying to, like, don't do math. Uh, that would be over. Over. I was told there would be no math. I was told there'd be no math. Well, what's your score? Is that what you're doing in your head? What's yeah. how's your score? 35-25. Oh, okay. 35-27, maybe. Okay. One score game. Yeah. Okay. This Rock. will be where I deviate. I agree with Jesse. This is this is free money. This is going over. I'm going over as well. Yeah. I this is this feels like a defense optional game where the yards and the points are. You Good. Then we all either get the get the point or we all either don't get the point. Great. <laughs> we all die together too. Yeah. Agreed. I like that. I like that. That mm-hmm. that covers it, Thor. That covers it. All right, let's roll to this. Comments from YouTube. All right, here we go. Our first comment. Uh this week I went with one serious and then two that are a bit more lighthearted that I think you'll both appreciate. This comes from D Sam. Love the Vikes, but they are one and two against the only really good teams they have played. And the one win was very lucky. Don't get so hyped up on the Vikings and take one game at a time. The Vikes need to improve dramatically to win in the playoffs. Uh, My question and thought off of D Sam's comment. I like the comment. Thank you for the comment. But it is also approaching mid-December. How much can a team realistically improve in December? 
I mean, yeah, I think it's a great point. I do think for sure all of those points are accurate. They are one and two against really, really good teams. Uh, that one victory, I'm assuming he's referring to Buffalo. Um, I don't think it's easy to, I mean, you're, you know what your team identity is. You know what your team is made of um, at this point. They faced adversity. You know, this is a very fourth quarter squad, which is, which is good. You know, they're ones that like to come down to the wire. Um, so I don't know that they can improve. You, you want them to, right? You want the defense to get better. But I think at this junction of the season, you probably are what you are, which for me, I still don't know what it is. I know it's a 10 and two team and I know that's good. And that's about it. Like, I don't know if I see them as a deep run team. I don't know if I see them as true Super Bowl contenders because I still haven't seen like what I need to see. Say it each and every week, my purple hat on let's go. Yes, they're there. But my realistic heart is like, mm, I don't know. I just don't know. They're in a, they're a weird case, a very unique case to me. Before well, Thor responds, I'll hop in really quickly. Jesse, I agree with that. I'm not saying that the Vikings can't go on a run and represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I'm just still not convinced that they can either. Yeah. It's a very weird spot to be in this far into the season. Thor, can the Vikings still improve in December? What's his fellow's name? D Sam. D Sam, this is a bad take of yours. I'm I'm sorry to say. One good team, they've beaten the 9 and 3 Bills, the 8 and 4 Dolphins, the 7 and 5 Jets, the 6 and 6 Patriots, uh the 7 5 and 1 Commanders. Am I missing anyone? And um, by he's... the way, did, did deduct a, uh, a loss from all those teams if they hadn't played the Vikings because they stuck them with one of those losses. I don't really get this idea that the Vikings have played this paper mache schedule and just gotten lucky. Last year, did anyone get – okay, I'm not actually not going to go on this rant right now because I need to save it for my before we die. This thing fires me up about the people with the one-score game and just ignoring you know, the context of the rest of it. Uh, but I, I need to save the, the juice for the before we die because you know, I, for I got thoughts. Poor D. Sam it's a bad listens take by to us. He's commenting on YouTube, yeah. and you want to shred the poor person. D. Sam, I thank you kindly for the comment on youtube thanks thanks kindly it's just a bad take like i'm just i gotta tell like it is <laughs> oh you just saw my teaser there because i double tapped the button oh, boy. skunk fishing this goes back to what thor talked about with the i believe snowblower style roomba ah. skunk fishing says do people like that we in? i mean we have a roomba size lawnmower that will do all the work for you so i'm sure it's in the works if so thor have you hired your legal team yet to get some of those royalties for the Roomba snowblower contraption machine thingamajig? Well, I, I feel like if someone out there, if if they're smart enough to execute the thing, I feel good about their heart and doing the right thing. You know, at least call it the Thornba, even if you don't want to give me any royalties. Like the Thornba. Yeah. And as far as this lawnmower deal, I, I didn't know that existed, but I got to get that thing now. No, no, I, I, I don't love... like doing the lawn either. I love mowing the lawn. It is my yeah. favorite chore. It, Who loves mowing the instant, lawn? I do. Oh. It's instant gratification. You see the lines and you're oh, like, oh, Jesse, oh my God, the lowest so gratification. Oh, oh Jesse, I'm it. with you. Yeah. I love work you a groundskeeper? You getting done. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I use a push mower. I ain't on a rider. I just like pushing that. God, oh, sorry. Is your push mower <laughs> self-propelled, though? No, it's, I mean, 
Yes, yes, we just got to I draw the line. The mower needs to at least move itself for the most part. It is self-propelled. It does make a difference. We have a pretty big backyard, so it's it's helpful, but I, it's my favorite. Plus, you're outside in the summer. It's nice. Like, I'm just a now, huge fan mowing the lawn. Now that I know your address and know you're walkable from me, I plan to creep just on some creepy, uh, barbecues yes, and all that yes, fun stuff. Just creepy. It's you know, all right, well, uh, Jesse, it's your turn. <laughs> Gregory Heyman. Jesse is now a 49ers fan since Purdy is their new starting quarterback, LOL. Jesse, are you actually done with the pack? I mean, unfortunately, I guess so. Brock all the way. Uh, there's a good nickname rolling around for him. He's got some cajones. I am excited for Brock Purdy. <laughs> family show, family show. Look it up on uh, your own time. Yeah, it's it's worth a look. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) is it jesse is it i don't know uh but brock purdy i am excited for him i am also nervous for him that's a tough spot to be in to be tossed into the fire uh in december for a team that still is kind of within reach and still within striking distance of making something happen but he's a cyclone we adapt we succeed we come out of the fire uh pretty well eventually or out of the wind storm rather maybe not this season but Excuse me? Maybe not this season for the Cyclone. But... Nebraska. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to beat you to your own bit just because I want to make somebody annoyed. I need a win to get into the fantasy football playoffs this week. Obligatory fantasy football mention. I was going to do it earlier. Jared Goff was once upon a time my fantasy quarterback. In our... Obligatory fantasy football mention. That one guy's going to be so upset. Jared Goff was like prior to the Lions. Yeah. He was brutal for the most part of his Rams. I still won. I still, I can't remember. Well, let's, let's do this and get out of here. Time now for the before we die crew to give us their before we dies. I I'm still start can't. if you don't mind. Yeah, go. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I still can't beat Chipotle. Like, I every week, I rack my brain, and I can't beat Chipotle. Yeah, and mine's super easy and sentimental. I say this every year. I typically, the caveat is I'll do it for New Year's Day, and I've had two opportunities and have not done it. I always say at some point, I will go watch the Gopher football team in a bowl game. And the, the Pinstripe Bowl was one of my favorite middle-tier bowls. I would love to go. But uh, not quite in the budget. But my before we die is that at some point, Ross Brendel will attend a gopher football bowl game. That won't be fun. The pinstripe bowl. Yeah. You want to bankroll it for me, bud? But let's let's both go. You want to bankroll it for me, bud? Well, let's just road trip. Let's all do it. In New York? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hop hop in. Does the mega bus go to Manhattan? Let's check that out. Hundred percent. My my adjusted line on that game, by the way, is Gophers minus six point eight. And the last time I saw the line was uh, Gophers minus six point five. It is it is close to Syracuse, but I even baked yeah. in a small home field advantage for them. So if, if they didn't have that, my line would have been yeah. over. Yeah, Syracuse will travel well for that game. Gopher fans for bowl games traditionally actually do travel pretty well, but that's also to warmer climates. But New York at Christmas time for those that can afford it. Probably a pretty nice place to be. Probably so really that's what really I got. Who's next? Do, do we know if any golfers are opting out of that game? Yeah. I haven't seen anything yet. Okay. Your guy, Braylon I, Oliver, he'll never get a job in this town. He's entered the transfer portal. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm. Who's next? Um, 
No, because then you're going to close with something awesome. Actually, I like that. I want you to close with something awesome because I have nothing at all this week. Uh, before I die. You'll hang uh, up that Mark Messier. I Before I die, I will hang up my Mark Messier literally like three years. I've had it for three years in this bag. I keep thinking I will finish my woman cave downstairs with all my sports memorabilia and all my paraphernalia and all that stuff downstairs. But I haven't finished it yet. And it's turned into a disastrous toy room for the children. So Messier is up here with me, one of my favorite hockey players of all time. Signed, sealed, delivered. I will hang it up before I die. I feel like Messier needs to be downstairs with the Messier of toys. Ah, I see what you did there. Thank you. I'll see myself out. (laughs) I was good. All right. Well, mine is I'm going back to my previous rant. So just time me in on that. I'm I'm getting so annoyed about this Vikings one score narrative that, you know, oh, the, the Vikings are lucky because of that. And then also forgetting the context of, of the strength of schedule, which we can talk about in a second. But as far as the, the one score thing, someone some knucklehead on Twitter put out a thing of like, oh, if, if all the one possession results were flipped, the Vikings would be one and 11 or yeah, I think I think one and 11. And it's like, well, yeah, if you did that last year, the Vikings would have been one of the best teams in the NFC. They they lost like, what was it, eight or nine one-possession games last year? But there was no one out there with violins for the Vikings saying like, oh, this team is way better than their record and Mike Zimmer should stay. No, losing losing in situational, what's that? It's got to be the little violin, right? Yeah, the, the little, little violin. Yeah, big or little. I, I love that we're playing violins out. and Thor has no clue because he never looks at the screen. I never look at the screen. <laughs> I'd ever do, but like nobody was arguing that Mike Zimmer was like, you know, this really good coach and and the Vikings were just getting unlucky. And, you know, the next year you should bring him back because obviously they're going to flip around on the regression curve. You got rid of Zimmer, just like Nebraska got rid of Scott Frost last year. If you would have done this with Nebraska, Nebraska in the regular season, I think either goes 12 and 0 or 11 and 1. They were certainly going to the college football playoff in this ridiculous universe where, where you switch it around on the one possession games. It, it, like, like it's this idea that, that pretends it's situational football and winning at the end of games and stuff like that, that it's not important, that, that it's utterly frivolous, which we know is not, is not the case, right? Like switching from Zimmer to O'Connell is the reason the Vikings are, are doing so well in these games. And even just speaking to the context. So the Vikings have had the, had the nine one score games. In five of the nine of them, the Vikings had a higher than 80% post-game win, win expectancy. So it's like the Vikings are outplaying these teams as well, right? Like, And it's a good schedule. They, they played a really good schedule. I just ticked off all the teams that they have beaten that have winning records or would have winning records if the Vikings hadn't beaten them. And now the schedule lightens considerably. Uh, last, you know, the last uh, four of the last five games, I think, were, were against current playoff teams. And, and and a bunch of good defenses. I, I think five of the top six DVOA defenses. These these last games that the Vikings have way easier than that. So hopefully they get healthy because once the Vikings get healthy, I, I think that's when they're going to get scary again. You got to understand they haven't been playing with Darisaw. They haven't been playing with Dantzler. Uh, there's been games, obviously, like we know, where Duke Shelley has had to, to play a major role, where Andrew Booth had to start one of them, where Caleb Evans has had to start. Once his team is back to full strength, it's a whole different ball game. And the narrative of the one possession game thing is utterly ridiculous. Jesse, permission to amend my before we die. I give it. I sign it off. Permission granted. We will put a time limit on Thor's before we die. <laughs> no, so, I was going to say, I'm like, it's a half hour show, bud. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I will say this. The highlights of this show, it's not me. It's definitely Jesse and Thor 
but Thor takes it to another level when he goes on his rants. They're they're pretty so good. good. That <laughs> was a good rant, Thor. It's not going to beat the Chipotle or the uh, Roomba rant. But, Still uh, no well update. Done. Oh, I'm, well, no, I'm, I'm going to give you the final update when I got it. We're working on it. All right. <laughs> yeah. like you didn't hire the legal order. team for the Roomba, Jesse. He hired the legal team for the Chipotle points. I would, too. But personally. I'll keep them on for the, the Roomba thing if, if there's money to be made. Mm-hmm. Or the, th- the Thornba. Thornba. <laughs> you got to love it. Oh. Again, this is Purple Dailies. Before we die on Score North, I'm Jesse Pierce. He's Thor Nystrom. He's Ross Brendel bringing you new takes, hot takes, fun takes, each and every week, Mondays and Thursdays episodes. Uh, that's it for this week. Go Vikings. We'll see what happens. Skull Vikings. Hannah Pen.